Warning, this podcast was produced by two men who still think that swearing is both big and clever. As a result, it contains quite a lot of it. Therefore, this podcast is not suitable for children, unless they're really fucking cool children. Yes, yes, people. It's uh, Dave Fenson back here with another episode of Pop Collaborate. And listen, as always, joined by Mr. Chris DeGreer. Hey, everybody. We are here. We are in uh, back in the homeland. I know. A lovely Irish episode just for me. We are, of course, talking about uh, the Cranberries this week. Yes, we are. And it's their debut album. Is it? It's their debut. Oh, yes, indeed. Uh, it's their debut <laughs> album, which is called Everybody Else Is Doing It, So Why Can't We? Yes. Yeah, see, there's a, there's, there's a reason why I laugh there. Uh-huh. Um, and that's because... Um, even though I've got full access to the spreadsheet of which albums we're doing next, I knew we were doing the Cranberries. I googled Cranberries 1994 uh, and did the album that came out in 1994. Even yeah, though we even well, no, even though we've discussed multiple times on this podcast that you know, well, we don't have to do this album yet. We don't have to do this album yet, yeah. but we all have to do it later on. Yeah. It just didn't occur to me that it was the one with Linger on and not the one with Zombie on. Well, exactly. So, so if you Googled 1994 uh, Cranberries, you would get their No Need to Argue album because that was released in 94. Yeah. But it didn't get to number one. The yeah. one that they released in 1993 took its merry fucking time, yeah. but did eventually get to number one in June of 1994. And that's what we're talking about today. So what I'm essentially trying to tell you here is confession time, listeners. Uh, pop, collaborate and listen. Uh Massive, whatever you're fucking called. Collaborators, wasn't it? Collaborators. Yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. Man. I mean, it makes you sound like you like, sound like, like Nazis. But there you go. But the point of this is, I did my research for this. I knew we, we were going to record today. I did my due diligence. I was listening to the record, uh, the prerequisite amount of times. And then, yes, uh, two days ago when I spoke to Krista and said, you know which version of this record we're doing we're doing the extra tracks and he went i hate to break it to you dave Mm -hmm. you're listening to the wrong album so i have not listened to this album as many times as i normally would uh i have listened to the the subsequent album a few times didn't like it tell you that Uh so rather than lose a record date because our schedule's been a bit sketchy Mm -hmm. uh recently i I opted to try and just get through as quickly as possible so basically this time i have not followed our own guidelines i've not heard this album five times uh i think i've heard it enough as i say to give a good stab at it but just full disclosure for you there basically i'm a twat yep as the cranberries would say there's no need to argue about that well thank you i was hoping you would perhaps no nope. up yours uh, well fuck you up then. yours all right let's start uh, let's i guess we should talk about where we were with the cranberries yes okay so were you a member of the cranberries <laughs> <laughs> fuck's sake well, that's gonna be one of those episodes isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah yeah right yeah. um so cranberries uh, i remember in it must have been Late 92, early 93, uh, whenever the single Linger first came out, Mm -hmm. I was aware of that because me and my mate Neil had a little radio show in Belfast and we were playing just whatever sort of 
US grunge stuff or you know UK indies things were going on. Yeah. Uh, but Linger came out and we liked that, and mm-hmm. so we put it, we added it to the playlist, and it was nice to have sort of an Irish thing, a localish band to yeah. play. So I remember that coming out. But very soon after that, I mean, I think towards the end of '93, I, I headed off to, to uni, and I kind of stopped listening to that more jingly jangly sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I was more than just fully ensconced in the more rock stuff or uh, the the more Britpop thing that was coming in. Sure. And so I left the Cranberries behind pretty quickly. Yeah. I remember a couple of things coming through with them, and I heard them and was like, no thanks, not for me anymore at all. Did, did you did you hear about them before other people? Oh, because I was on the you know the Irish grapevine. Oh, and... No, I just wondered if you had some kind of cranberry sauce. For fuck's sake. Oh, my Lord. That's... That's quite something. Well done there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to just completely brush over that and ignore it. Thanks very much, Dave. <laughs> but uh, as the Cranberries went on, I never heard any of their albums. Uh, this is brand new to me. You know, there was a point in time where I decided I did not like the Cranberries, and so I would not have put an album on, even if someone had said to me, oh, no, it's really good. I would was, have that, was that around the time of the release of the song Zombie? By it was chance? exactly then. It was yeah, precisely yeah. then. I fucking hate Zombie. I mean, it's just it's naff, isn't it? I mean, Zombie was, oh, it, it sounded like Stiltskin. It, it, yes, absolutely. It was Stiltskin, mm-hmm. but, you know, with one of those very earnest messages. Yeah. I, I also, it, I just don't like the tune. No, no, it's a terrible song. It's yeah, a terrible song. No, I, no, I think, no. I think uh, yeah. When we've talked about pop stars getting involved with messaging. Mm-hmm. Oh, Phil Collins. Phil and Collins. Um, Sting. Sting. It's kind of, it's got a bit of that about it, oh, even, gotcha. even though it shouldn't have, because obviously the, you know, the heritage of the people no, is blah, 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 The intentions blah, blah, blah. behind it are very honourable. Yeah. But I think the song's fucking dog shit. Yeah. And yeah. just to me. Yeah. So exactly. So by that point, I was like, nah, cranberries, no thanks. Not okay. at all. What about you? Uh, I mean, these are songs that I've heard in, you know, the nightclub. Oh, right, yeah. I'd hear Lingo and stuff like that. So very much have a nostalgic response to them. Mm -hmm. Not, you know, jingly jangly, you know, kind of somewhat effete uh, indie pop was never really... That's not your thing. That was never my thing. However, as years have gone by, as we've said many, many times, the songs you don't like when you're younger... You know better sure. than the songs you do like when you're, uh, you know. And I've I've kind of softened on stuff like that, and I've got a lot yeah. more of a. It's still not really what I seek out and put on. There's, yeah, I'm not going back and revisiting these records. No, fair play. Um, but I was never into the cameras. I didn't like Zombie. That mm. it always had an air of in- inauthenticity around it for some reason. In the same way that. Bush always felt a bit naff. Oh, I see. Okay. And Cranberries just You're felt doing a it bit... because that'll make a hit. Yeah, not even that. It just felt like you're trying to do this, but just failed the smell test. Yeah. You know? I couldn't tell you why this is different to this. It doesn't seem right. that much different to this, but... But if you're coming through as a very sort of indie pop jangle band, and yeah. then you, you try and put these sort of parkour zombie tunes out, maybe that you go, whoa, 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 this isn't you. I didn't know they did all that, like running around on rooftops and stuff like that. Um, parkour. What did I say? Power chord. Oh, fuck me. Good Christ. Oh, my Lord. Jesus. This is just racism 101. Yeah, I mean, should we put a disclaimer at the start? Of maybe we the, should. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Fine. Okay, right. Uh, but, okay, so uh, just a bit of background on this album. Um, like I said, it was, it was released in March of 93, first of all. Mm-hmm. But it did not get to number one uh, until over a year later, until June of 1994. It was 
in the top 10 for ages. We've seen it in loads of our rundowns. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of put a demo out of Linger and Dreams, and it got them a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. They got signed with a little bit of a bidding war. Not much happened on the release of the album. Uh, they went out to the States, and they did some tours out there. They toured with uh, Duran Duran. For a okay. They did that. And in fact, Dolores ended up marrying Duran Duran's tour manager. Really? Yes, indeed. Okay, fair enough. Uh, for like 20 years. Um, but they, yeah, so they, they toured with Duran Duran. They toured with The The. They toured with Suede out mm-hmm. there, whenever Suede were kind of on the up. The London Suede. The London Suede, as, yeah. they, as they had to be called. Or they were at that point in the U- US. Um, and because at that point, college radio out there was starting to play some of the songs, sure. MTV picked it up, and one of their videos went on rotation. And halfway through the Suede tour, it started off as Suede headlining and then Cran- and Cranberry supporting, and they swapped because okay. Cranberries were getting more attention. And so that's uh, the way it went. And then because US was paying attention, UK followed suit. Sure. You know, that's why. So the the, um, the label in the UK went, oh, right, maybe there is something here and put a, actually a little bit of effort into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so there was a, a long, long run up, lots of bits behind the scenes. They toured with Belly in the UK, that sort of stuff. And then finally, uh, number one album for one week. Yeah. So, you know, they, they got kind of their just desserts or whatever. They worked hard for this. They mm-hmm. got their number one. Very soon after it got to number one, they were already into the next album cycle, which is where Zombie came in. Yeah, you would, you, would you consider a, a cranberry a, a dessert? Why yeah, not? Okay, it's, fair enough. Nice. Uh, and so they, by the time we're talking about it, the band are almost pretty much done with this album. Yeah. But we're only just getting into it because we didn't give a shit at the time. And so yeah, for sure, lesson. for sure, for sure. And only a year between this and the second album, it almost suggests that they might have had a bit of pressure to rush something out yeah. to maximise the pressure. Well, indeed, because they, they formed in like 1989 um, as a band without Dolores O'Riordan. Um, they were uh, called The Cranberry Sauce, which is... One of the worst names I've ever heard for a band. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's just shocking. The Cranberry Sauce. The Cranberry Sauce. Can you imagine that? Who would think? Oh, I mean, even some fucking Irish simpletons should have known better than that. Some Irish simpletons. Yeah. Chris, to try and disguise, disguise, <laughs> disguise your racism. No. How, uh, how would you describe that, that kind of racism? Perhaps some kind of balaclava? I don't know. Well, yeah, indeed. Uh, uh, but they, uh, then a year later, uh, they put an ad out for a singer. And Dolores Reardon saw this in yeah. whatever paper. She went along auditioned, got the part, mm-hmm. and so from 1990, she was part of the band, they started recording it, you know, 91, 92, they, they put these demos out, and so they had been working up to this first album for a little while, and like you say, yeah. lots of time to do that, second album, suddenly, it's, it's you know, classic thing, yeah. here you go, all your your hard work has paid off in your first album, now quickly write us a hit. Yeah. So, but we're not into that anyway, we're, we're still on album number one. And that's where that's what we're looking at today. So let's start with the cover, mm. as we always do. Well, it's three great lads and a lass on a sofa, isn't it? It well, is. To be fair, one of the lads is on the floor. Right. Um, it's one of the most boring covers I've seen I in mean, a long it's, time. It's, it's like a friend's promo shot, isn't it? It's, I, it's, I mean, I can understand if you were putting a demo out and all you had was one mate who's got a decent camera. Mm. And they're like, fuck, well, we all live in a squat. What yeah. are we going to do? All right, let's just sit on the sofa. Well, they they learnt their lesson though pretty big time between this and the second album. Oh though. yeah, what's the uh, on the cover of the second album? Oh, it's it's, it's them on they're someone on sofa, but they're wearing suits. It is, and it's the same sofa. Is it the same, it sofa? The same, the same, same sofa? Apparently, which then apparently subsequently featured in uh, the All Right video by Supergrass. Is that really? That is absolutely true. Well, well, well. Gosh, a famous sofa. 
Yeah. That's uh, so far so good. Uh, but uh, really? No, sorry. Uh, yeah, I, you, you, straight away, sorry about that. Yeah, you, you heard that, did you? Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, no, I think the cover is very dull, says nothing about the band, mm-hmm. and if I saw that without knowing anything, I'd be like, pass. Yeah. Don't care. Could be the cause. It could be. Stand up for the cause. Seeing <laughs> <laughs> that the, uh, the cause are touring uh, with uh, Natalie and Brulia as, uh, as uh, support. I did not know that. There you go. I was like, fucking hell, it's like working in HMV again. Jesus Christ. I mean, it's not a good album to cover, is it? No, it's, it's, it's absolutely not. It's, it's really dull. There's nothing going on. I don't see why the record label would have said, oh, this, yeah, let's go with this. Well, let's listen to the actual songs. Uh, Track number one is called I Still Do. I Still Do. Okay. It's it's jangly, floaty indie pop. It is. It's a bit more atmospheric than I was expecting. I thought we'd be straight in with the ding 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 on the guitar. It's a bit more interesting than that. It's slower as well. I thought they might have to come in with a, a more upbeat thing to mm-hmm. try and grip you from the beginning, but no, they're... We're, we're, we're presuming that's a vocal. Oh, yeah, that'll be Dolores giving it a little bit of wailing. Yeah, it's quite, you know, it's quite dynamic in, yeah. in a kind of a, a laid-back way. Yeah. And, you know, immediately we've got the Irish accent coming mm-hmm. through, which is, you know, the selling point, really. See, I listened to this after having listened to the second album. Oh, sure. And yeah. let's be clear, they've dialed that Irish accent down considerably in this one. Jesus Christ, really? Mate, the second record is it's like it's really honestly the se- the second the oh, second right. record is like just so many overdubs. It's so many like literally like the, there's four overdubs of her just going. I'm from Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> To be sure. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, okay. look, I've written, it, it, this is a perfectly nice piece of background music, some nice yeah. little swells and flourishes. It's ultimately a little bit unmemorable, I think. And, uh, yeah, I think this is nice enough. Uh, and yeah. I think, you know, there is some of the jingly-jangly guitar underneath. Yeah. Um, but the whole overall sound is a bit darker than I was expecting. Yeah. There's a nice atmosphere behind it. I don't mind her vocals on this. Right. I, think, I think, because I think, singing in the Irish accent I think it's lovely mm-hmm. you know I, I love an Irish accent um, and I do think that to not try and temper it or to try and uh, anglicise or yeah. Americanize it is a good thing mm-hmm. of course um, and so on this particular song I think it works very nicely yeah I mean I, you know as I say I think, I think ironically it doesn't linger long on the memory well, right? huh? but I am perfectly happy to spend time with stuff like this I, yeah. could, I could put this on in the background, while I was trying to work, while I was trying to do something, yeah, yeah, and I just listened to this quite happily. Tinkles along. Yeah, yeah. I'm not 100% on the wailing bit. I think we could do without that, or I think we could at least do with it being dialed back. That doesn't phase me. I think that's just like something that's in her register and it's yeah. working. So it doesn't, that, it, it, I don't find that overbearing. Fine. And I, I, it is an absolute cliche to say, but, and I know that journalists did it at the time as well, and it pissed the band off, but... It does remind me of the Sinead O'Connor album that of we did. Of course you know? it does. But that is a very lazy comparison. Here's, well, here's another little thing to say, though. If yeah. you don't want your album to remind people of Sinead O'Connor, then don't use the exact same fucking font to write your album title in, in exactly oh God, the same it? way that she uh-huh. did on her album. Uh, so uh, there's a, well. you, know, you know, okay. Let's let's not do that exact same handwritten trope as we had on that first oh, that, I hadn't even noticed that, right? Well, there you go. Ah, uh, 
I, I wonder if that was a uh, record company decision. Like, they just uh, sneak it past the band. No, yeah, you put whatever photo you want on the, the cover. We'll do the, the font. No, we'll there was, the there, there was someone that they knew that did the hand school. It was someone oh, really. But, yeah. well. but ironically, after I listened to both of these albums, the first track on both times was a different Sinead O'Connor track. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. After this, after this, this album, it was uh, all of, all of, her version of All Apologies. Oh, Okay. Quite, that's what the Spotify nice pops up for you. Oh, there you go. It's yeah. a nice version, but there we go. Yeah. All right, so, um, yeah, fine. Uh, no, it, exactly. It is absolutely, f- it's fine. All right, but uh, let's move on to number two, yeah. uh, which is one of the singles. So yeah. we're going to get into Dreams. And uh, this was originally released in September of 1992. Yeah. It was like a, their very, very debut album. It that, didn't chart at that point. Uh, but it was given Melody Maker's Single of the Week at that point. Yeah. Um, but it was then re-released in May of 94, and it got to number 27 in the charts. Yeah, I mean, I'm fairly sure I heard this song every week for a few years. Really? Well, in clubs? I'm fairly sure. Is that, that right? I'm fairly sure I heard this. Even if it was maybe wasn't even upstairs in the main room, it was like Somewhere played downstairs right. while someone was DJing downstairs. Right, right, right. I mean, look, I, I, I remember this song. I actually think it's quite a lovely song. I yeah. don't think the, the lyrics hold up to a lot of scrutiny. Um, it doesn't really matter. It's like a mm-hmm. nice, propulsive, indie pop tune. Sure. I mean, lyrically, it's about... Uh, it, it's, it's about falling in love for the first time. Yes, indeed. Um, uh, and it, I think the, the lyrics are very nice. I think it, it frames it in a in a very pleasing way. Yeah. But they are a bit basic. That's oh, fair. they're very basic. That's they're fine. very, very on the nice. It's, uh, yeah. uh, you know... You know, I I don't I don't think they I don't think lyrics are her strength. No, no. no. Um, and I think you know, I just think this this kind of comes in, does what it wants to do, does it quite well, doesn't outstay it welcome. Although we should probably address the chanting at the end. Well, yeah, we'll get to that when it happens. That's a strange one. Um, but I rem- I do remember this vaguely. Um, yep. I I think I don't remember it coming out in. 92, I don't think. Uh, but I do remember the re-release. And by that point, like I had said, I was past the cranberry, sure. so I dismissed it. And I was very, very much of a... Oh, this flimsy nonsense. I don't want to yeah. listen to this. And I was probably, you know, fucking... What's she doing? You know, it's like parody of a, an Irish yeah. accent almost at some, at some point. This. Going back to it, you know, as yeah. we are... Now I'm a lot more mellow than I was. I think this is a lovely song. Yeah. I think it's a really nice oh, like song. This. It's a very pleasant. It's catchy. There are bits in the like the, the chorus and the, the bridge where her voice does really nice stuff. It yeah. works very well. I think there's too much emphasis on the backing vocal uh, harmonising with herself. I think it's too loud. Mm-hmm. I think I think there almost sometimes the harmony is louder than the actual, and it jars a bit with me. Yeah, dial it back one point, and I think it would sound much better. Uh, again, I think that is. An entirely valid criticism, mm. tempered only for me by the fact that that is it's the, it's, it's it's everywhere on that second record, which right. I listened to more. And so this was actually, oh, this is this is really toned down, yeah, compared to the other. So like this, right, so this is actually. So I, I have to kind uh-huh. of yeah, that, that's my caveat. I have to I be see. like, okay, yeah, yeah. I came out of. Uh, I, I I was so angry with the second record because of the heavy-handed like they're just. Eight overdubs on any vocal track. Sake, any wow. vocal was just absolutely robbed of any soul, and I, and I don't think that this is. I think, yeah, it hints at that, and there are things yeah. that where you're like, okay, maybe that 
that, maybe that's a little bit the butter's a little too thick for that bit of toast for me okay you know? yeah yeah but generally I, d- I don't think it's a problem I, I, right. I, yeah as I say we, we've had a little bit of the chanting and well yeah and one of the things that kind of I think one of my main criticisms of this album as a whole when it happens yeah. is the yodeling that she does mm-hmm. and she, I know that she picked it up from you know her father singing like old Irish songs mm-hmm. when she was growing up and she's she, that's part of her repertoire but it does I think it's too much a lot of the time yeah. it, it could just be just to sing your, your voice mate I mean I picked up a load of racism from my dad it doesn't mean it's, <laughs> it's part of my repertoire it's part of your repertoire yeah. part of my repertoire. you wouldn't put it on an album I, I, I try, well I try not to put it out in the world or yeah. universe at all but then here we are at the end of this and where has this come from why is this happening it's like okay so she's doing her sort of chanting and wailing mm-hmm. But they're bringing in what sounds like an American Indian style tribal chant. Yeah. From absolutely nowhere. Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. I don't man. understand. This, this sound, this, what it sounds like to me is that's one of those things where you're caught up in the moment of a recording studio, mm-hmm. someone does an ad lib, producer is like, yeah, why don't we see what that can become? Right, yeah. And then you've invested so much time in it that you just don't want to go. Oh, that, that, really that was work. a terrible idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, that, that's what it sounds maybe like Stephen, to me. Yeah, Stephen Street is the producer. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, maybe it's something. He's like, let's try this, guys. Steve Street. Stephen Street. I did notice uh, Stephen Street, um, known kind of mostly, I'd say, for working with the Smiths. Yeah, of course. In the 80s, that's a big one. But yeah, then he also worked with Blur. Uh, he worked with Cranberries and all of their stuff. Um, but he's worked with some absolute bell-end front men in his time. Oh, yeah. He's like, because he, he, you got Morrissey, obviously. Yeah. He's worked with the Ordinary Boys, mm-hmm. so he's had to deal with Preston. Yeah. He worked with Blur. the Libertines. Yeah, blur. Oh, blur. Blur yeah. for you. Yeah. Libertines. Blur. He's had to deal with Pete fucking Docker. Oh, wow. You know, I don't know what he did to deserve all of that. I don't know. But, poor bastard. Yeah. I mean, after that, Dolores was probably a breath of fresh air. Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry. Fresh air. 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 Air spelled E-I-R-E. Air. Air. All right, let's do the next one. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, oh, you got any more? I was reminded of, there's a term in music called melisma. Okay. Which uh, refer, refers to essentially stuff that kind of Christina Aguilera and Mariah Carey do when they try and fit loads of notes into one syllable mm-hmm. of a song. Yeah. Just fucking sing it sometimes. Um, As you say, we can do it quite well. Oh, thanks very much. Yeah, yeah. There are bits in this record where it's not that. You know, that's not what Dolores is doing, but she's doing whatever her version, the yodeling version of that is. And yeah. I think that could be dialed back some. Just yeah. restrain yourself and don't, you know, force feed us. We know you're from Limerick. Well done. Yeah. You don't need to remind us all the time that you've got these roots and these authentic Irish you know, singing genes. Have you ever thought, though, about how ironic it is that, like, if, if you were going to write a Limerick, mm-hmm. it would almost be impossible to put the town of Limerick in it. He'd struggle. Simmer dick? I don't know. Simmer dick? Yeah. Is, that, is, is that our level? If, you, if you're going to boil a penis, you might have to simmer dick. <laughs> Perhaps. Why would this happen? Uh, well, yay. I don't know. Why I would this know. happen? Okay, right, let's move on. Yes, please. Track number three. Sunday. And apparently this was... It was used as a promo single in the US to radio and TV after Dreams and Linger first came out and made like inroads to like like I say those college stations and stuff. But then it wasn't put out because they decided just to re-release Dreams and Linger well, because okay, fair it's enough. the fucking lazy easy way for yeah, a record yeah, company yeah, to go. Yeah. So it was never actually a single, but it was promoed Pro as one. Made, right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Big long intro in this. You couldn't have had this as a fucking single. No. No. You'd have to edit this shit right out. I mean, you can have this at a wedding. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. You need some a long walking bit. Okay, so... There's Dolores back in again. It's certainly floaty. Very, very floaty. I mean, there are... Some, because... Right, this came out in 93. They were writing it from 1990 to, to 92, realistically. Yeah. We're talking about it in 1994. Yeah. There are definitely elements of this that I think are already out of time. Um, mm. They sound like a 1990 indie band. Yeah. You know? Um... And when it right, I think the guitar about to come in. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah. A minute fifteen after it began, and this is proper jingle jangle. Oh, absolutely! Very, very slight indie jangle, isn't it? Yeah. Some big strings knocking around somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, Stephen Street, I think, was probably the man behind that, bringing yeah. in some orchestra stuff. Stephen Street strings. Stephen Street strings. Okay. Yes. Uh, and also, the bass is right up in the bridge. Do 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 do. Uh, and the bass sound reminds me of, again, those late 80s or very early 90s indie bands. There's a particular sound of some of them. So the this, boom, boom, this, boom, kind boom, of, boom. this kind of stabby bit here yep. with the running bass line. Yeah, yep. I, I do like this that's, bit. That's nice I do. I, I'm like, oh, actually, I really like this. I'd, I'd like to hear more of this. Right. Um, the, the rest of the tune, it's kind of a bit bog-standard jingle-jangle for me. Not yeah. really, you know, it's nice enough, it's not really my thing. Indeed, I've said it's inoffensive, but very bland. Yeah. Uh, and I would have thought, you know, if I'd heard this in 1990, I'd have thought, this is lovely and pleasant. Yeah. And I would have never thought of it again. Yeah. But I, I definitely wouldn't have put it on an album in 1993 or listened to it in 94. I would imagine I'd have been sitting in a booth waiting for the heavier music to come on, mm. looking looking at some of the girls dancing to this, going, I wish I had enough conversation yeah. to talk to her. I know. Any of these people. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, um, at, th- at this point in the album, though, this is track number three, the fact that I was, it, I read that it was promoed as a single, mm-hmm. and therefore the record company must have thought, oh, this is the next best one after those two singles. It makes me wary, because yeah. I think this is perfectly all right. This is, this is very, very kind it's of... A bit, hmm? It's well, a bit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a right. bit like give a band, uh, go, oh, go and give us a song that sounds a bit like... The Cranberries. Yeah. Here it is. Yeah. AI. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, so I'm not particularly impressed with this, but I can't say I dislike it. I, I'm in the same place. So it's yeah. like, and it's, you know, it would it would make for a much better episode if I could. <laughs> well, yeah, sorry about this, listeners. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, let's do the next one then. Track number four, uh, which is called Pretty. Okay, this is a bit more so, interesting. Yeah this, yeah, this is kind of almost in that kind of lo-fi camp, isn't it? Mm-hmm. This is like kind of got that low-slung call to it, where yeah. you're like, almost like some of like you know the the college rock that's coming out, you know, kind of Sebado, okay, pavement e, yep. right? Yep. That vibe. But then you've got this kind of kind of almost like kind of dark wavy, almost gothy vocal. It is here. a bit gothy, yeah, indeed. Yeah, I mean, this is this is. I think it's it's more interesting, mm-hmm. uh, 
the lyric here is, you're so pretty the way you are, mm-hmm. and you have no reason to be so insolent to me. Yeah. It's very stripped back, all mm-hmm. this stuff. The instruments are just right down low. Um, and this is a very short song as well. It's only two yeah. minutes, 16. Yeah. I think what there is of it mm-hmm. is quite good. I like it. Yeah, but it's nice. It's I like this feel. Obviously, like the, the vocal here is very much the focal point of this. Uh-huh. But... Ultimately, I just, I just think it's a little bit too incidental to amount to much. Well, it's almost like an interlude. And I, yeah, I think, that, yeah, that's fine. As 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 an interlude, yeah, it's a perfectly nice interlude. Yes, and on uh, a, a better album, mm. holding better songs together, mm. it would be. You know, it might be one of those things that's the difference maker between like, it being. A classic and not, you know. Yeah. But you know, I, I, I like this fine for what it is. But it's it's a as you say, it's two minutes, almost an interlude. But yeah. every, everything, the, no criticisms of it. No, nope. but nope. The, it, there's not enough of it for it to really be much. Yeah, I, I've you know, it's because it's so short. It's you know, it's in low slung bit sort of floaty vocals and gone again. I do think that they could have. You know, maybe built and uh, mm-hmm. had a bit more layers and swathes of yeah. noise and built it. And it could have been something a bit more interesting as well. But that's not what they wanted to do. Yeah. Fair it's quite, enough. You know, it's, it's kind of almost got a post-rocky kind of feel to some of it as well, you know. But Yeah. Anyway, right, let's... Um, overall, not bad. And that is the first four songs yes. of the 12. So that's the first third of the album. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling with the first third? I mean, I feel... Okay. I have not felt like You're not I angry. don't want to be here. I'm not no. angry. No. I'm not also going chomping at the bit to hear what the next four tracks sound yeah. like because I've got a feeling I've got an idea what they sound like. Sure. Is it kind of what you expected? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, all right. No, fair enough. Okay. It's, truth be told, a very pleasant surprise after the second that, record, yeah, which yeah, I did not enjoy at all. Yeah, no, I, because I really, really hate Zombie and then... I tarred everything with the same brush. Mm. And I was like, fucking cranberries. No, God, they must be terrible. Yeah. I went into this album going, I bet, I bet it's going to be shite. Yeah. And this is fine. This is all right. It's, it's not going to blow me away so far, but it's much better than I thought it was going to be. It is very much fine, yeah. All right, yeah. well, let's have, a, let's have a little dig into album, shall we? Indeed. Okay, album chart. <laughs> Top 10 this week mm-hmm. uh, in... The week of June nineteenth to twenty fifth, so we're halfway through this year. Uh, I don't think there are anything that. Oh, there's one album that we have not seen. Uh, number ten is Eternal, Always and Forever. Yeah. Number nine, Diana Ross, Ultimate Collection. Number eight, Seal with Seal Two. Yeah. Or just I think it was just called Seal, wasn't it? it was just, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. But that one which we did. Uh, number seven, Ace of Base, Happy Nation, which is going to be our next episode. Okay. We are finally getting the, the Ace of Base love. Finally. I know. Uh, number six, though, is a new entry, and I remember this coming out. It's the Orb with Palm Fritz. Okay. Which is kind of a mini album almost. Yeah. I thought, do you know what, man? Even in the height of my like enjoyment of dance music, which is, you know, probably next year, really. Right, no, yeah. It's starting now, going into next year, yep. next couple of years, a lot about dance music for me. I've kind of enjoyed bits and pieces of the orb, mm-hmm. but I never had a massive orb phase. You weren't waiting for the new stuff. No, did you? Were you... I mean, I was waiting for the new stuff because I very much enjoyed... I mean, but well, UF Orb, which we did, and yeah. Adventures Beyond the Underworld. I enjoyed those really. I, I very much liked them. I went and saw the Orb back in Belfast, some point in about ninety two. I forgot we did UF Orb. Do you know? Yeah, that? yeah, we did that. Totally one. forgot we did that. Um, 
And so I was I was definitely interested to see what they were going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever Palm Fritz came out, I bought it day release and was very disappointed. Yeah, uh, it didn't have any of the kind of the the fun dubby stuff that okay. they were doing. It was a bit more nerdy. There weren't that many actual tunes, as far mm-hmm. as I remember. Uh, essentially, because I'm very much a singles person, there wasn't one. I went, oh, that's the dance floor track. Yeah, you know, uh, and so I put it in the shelf and. I don't know if I ever listen to it again. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, and it, as far as I can tell... Get, I, it, get it up on Discogs. Well, I've probably sold it, but I'll probably give it away. I think Palm Fritz is one of those ones that's not really talked about even by Orb fans. I think okay. it's a classic. It's, but it got to number six because they've got fan base at this point. But I don't think it was ever going to you know, break any more boundaries or get them to another level. And you don't even give it like an extra star because it's named after Chips? After, I mean, if that is really target market... I'm I'm your man on this yeah, one, yeah. but even with that in the background, I can't say I liked it. No, fair enough. Uh, number fair five enough. is Pink Floyd's Division Bell, which we've done. We have number four, Two Unlimited Real Things, which we've done. I can't can't remember that one. <laughs> Did you get one of those Total Recall jobs? Yeah, like, yeah. Just I'll take just, this one out, please. I literally, I just, I just, oh, I couldn't afford one of those, so I just sniffed loads of toilet duck. <laughs> <laughs> number three is Mariah Carey's Music Box, which we've done. Yeah. Number two is Deacon Blue's Great Sits, which we don't have to do, and that's your top ten. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Other stuff. Talking about sort of weird dance. Each static released Implant okay. which got to number 13 in the charts wow it was an what? odd moment wasn't it it really was it, yeah. you know maybe looking back the Criminal Justice Act wasn't such a bad <laughs> thing <laughs> it's weird though because yeah, they were getting talked about in the, the Melody Maker and the NME yeah but I, I didn't think that would cross over into actual sales but number 13 yeah weird uh, Lush released Split which got to number 19 and mm-hmm. it was the one where they were coming out of doing their very shoegazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't quite at the level they, w- they were in a couple of years from then where they were in the middle of the Britpop scene, but there were some songs on here which were more kind of upbeat, rocky, guitar-y yeah. indie tunes than just that mellow, mellow, fey shoegaze. It was called Split because it was half written by, uh, it was half by Mickey Mariani and half by Emma Anderson, the two main songwriters. They had half an album each. Uh, Everything But The Girl released Amplified Heart which mm-hmm. got to number 20 I don't remember that at all I, I don't was remember that one. no interest in Everything But The Girl and I've retrospectively become more interested okay, in Everything yeah, yeah. But The Girl uh, yeah I, you know I, I quite like that thing they put out a couple of years ago right um, yeah I, I you know I I, uh, I you know I have obviously uh, fairly um, warm memories of like the missing era okay well yeah i mean that was such a bizarre thing because i remember everything but the girl uh and they were big a bit before i was getting into it yeah now, they were big in like 87 88 in that scene i was really only getting into stuff in about 1990 and so they were already okay well that would have been your big brother's band but you very much kind of thought of them in that boring pop kind i did of absolutely category, didn't yeah they? very yeah. much and so i didn't give a shit and then they had, they had this fucking, the biggest single of the year yeah. with Missing in whatever that was, 96 I think it was, mm-hmm. um, because of the Todd Terry remix. And then then they had a career again. Yeah. It was fucking mental. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, uh, Tracy Thorne has got a lovely voice, that's fair. Mm-hmm. And so she was on that Massive Attack track with, with Protection. Oh my God, and that's, track. That's wonderful. Yeah. It's really good. And so I get that, but I was never interested in their stuff, sure. really. Yeah. Uh, Cracker released Kerosene Hat, uh, got to number 44, and that's, I think we talked about this single we did, yeah. low, uh, last time. Fundamental released Seize the Time. Fundamental. Only Forget got to number 74. I haven't thought about Fundamental for a while. Or yeah. the Caliphs. Oh, Caliphs, man, yeah. 
fundamental, very worthy, and I really wanted to like them because yeah. they were they you know they they had good polemic, yeah, and they stood for shit, but they didn't have a lot of very good tunes. No, exactly that. Yeah. Exactly that. Yeah, and you know if you're coming out at the same time as a band like Censor, mm-hmm. who've got polemic and beliefs and some fucking blinding Agnes, tunes, yeah. and you're around at the same time as Gunshot, who are the same but have some just wonderful songs, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, I'm afraid fundamental film. You, 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 you know, the, the tunes have got a, you know, it's, it's great to have the stage image, it's great to have the fucking mm. ski masks and all that kind of shit, but you've got to have the tunes to yeah, back it up. Indeed. You know? That's the thing. Uh, Guided by Voices released a B1000, B as in B double E1000, don't remember yeah, yeah. that one bit. Neither do I, shout out to Gas Jones. Absolutely. Uh, Terminator X released Super Bad, which again, I don't remember. I mean, I don't remember him having an album past uh, Valley of the Jeep Jeep Beats. Beats. That's yeah. the only one I know, and I've got that, and I really like it. There's some great songs yeah, on I, there. I, I, he left. Um, yeah, nah, I, by '94. I mean, no, I no, thought, no. Because he well, he was music in our message. Music still. in our message. I don't think he was on music in our message. I thought that was the first one he wasn't on. Oh, I thought he was. Um, I mean, I could. I'm not sure. I could be right. I could be wrong. My mate of mine's ex girlfriend uh, borrowed my copy. Or I actually didn't borrow my copy. Of that was looking after it for me on the uh, day I got it, uh, and then I never saw them again. Oh, and I never got that or uh, a. Uh, a Henry Rollins 12 inch, which I oh, bought really? that day, and a jumper. I lost all three of those things. Motherfucker. Bitch. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I don't know about that Terminator X album because I've never heard it. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, if you're looking at a DJ album, there's going to be a lot of instrumental tracks which are, they run the risk of being very dull. Oh, God. Um, yeah. But then I'm assuming he also had uh, X amount of uh, guest people on there. One of them's going to be Chuck D, just probably going to be uh, some Flav, yeah. and whoever else. They might be fun, but I do not know. I mean, I'm, bro- yeah, I'm broadly, a lot of what goes on on Turntablists records is often a beyond my ability to appreciate. Uh, that's entirely I, fair. It's like, I don't, I'm sure what you're doing is insanely clever, but without me actually watching you do it, yeah, uh, it, it, it's a medium that does not w- uh, go well onto an album. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I've got some Mixmaster Mike stuff, and I would never listen to it because... It's I mean, here. Here's me, granddad. It's just noise. At some point, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, that's that's just a lot of scratching going on. Yeah, but yeah. And I've got a lot of executioners' records. Yeah, and stuff. exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, unless you're doing a lovely juggle, which is like in beat, and uh, you're making something interesting, but it's still a rhythm I want to listen to. Sure. If you're just doing it to show how, how talented you are, that's a different thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the last one I've got a note of is Rancid's second album, which was called Let's Go. And I don't know that one either. Yeah, let's go. It's a great record. It's, I mean, it's uh, so. It was it the first one was like Come the Wolves, was it? No, 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 oh, no, right. no, no. no. Um, see, uh, what is the first rancid record? Because if you'd have asked me what the first, I'd have I'd have gone. Uh, let's go's first one, and then Out Comes the Wolves' second one. Oh. I, I think it's one of those things where the whatever came first is didn't do loads. If you know. What I mean. Oh, I see. But uh, uh, let's go was uh, I, I was aware of let's go. But mm-hmm. it was Outcome the Wolves. I mean, Outcome the Wolves is it's the big is, one. I mean, Outcome the Wolves is one of my favourite records. Oh, it's, um, uh, first one was just called Rancid, apparently. No, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I've, I mean, I, oh, of course it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. But um, I really, really, really. I mean, I, I really like Let's Go. I think it's a good record. Mm-hmm. Outcome the Wolves, I think, is the best of all of those records. And then Life uh, Won't Wait. Uh, which is the one that comes after mm-hmm. it, which is kind of the one that kind of leans a bit heavier into the reggae stuff. I think it's a fucking phenomenal record. Oh, I right, think. yeah. Yeah, I think like, out, out, um, out Come the Wolves and uh, Life Won't Wait, those, those are just like, that's just a, one of those moments where a band, you know, you, you know, if, if Rance had released a new record 
tomorrow. You you know what you're going to get. It's yeah, going to sound like a rancid record. Uh, and the test of time is if you go, if you look at that rancid record in three years' time, how many of those songs are going to be on the set list, the live set list? And by the time that album tour cycle is probably none of them right, because you're gonna because you, you you know you're gonna go and see rancid and you're gonna hear songs from this era you're gonna hear songs from uh outcome wars you're gonna hear light on my and you're gonna hear a few from the rest of the, the yeah the one thing. each well yeah but you know at, you know at, i mean I, i'm you know i'm a big fan of operation ivy as well i think that operation ivy album's fucking fantastic yeah. uh and rancid just as they hit this streak yeah absolutely banned on top of their game produced some absolutely kind of classic albums that stood the test of time there it but, is you know one of those bands where you're like okay well that's that's what you've got oh yeah you never yeah. I, i'm ne- you know you, you kind of i think after life like, when i listened to whatever the next record was after that and i was like okay you've peaked it is what it is yeah and yeah. there's just some bands that like that and it's fine you know you go you, you get you get a couple of records and that's, right. that, hey. that's what you get fuck it green day yeah yeah for sure had, had a good run then who wants to hear anything from the last? Oh, who gives a fuck, mate? Who yeah. gives a fuck? Although you know, you know, even even well, that's a that that's an arguable album. You, you, I, I would I would say nothing that Green Day have ever done. Even Dookie fucking wipes you know shines the shoes of rancid at this point. I see, right? Uh, but you know, I appreciate that different opinions are available. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and in abundance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, okay. There, there's your albums. That's it. For one week, that's not bad. That's not bad. Not bad at all. They're back into the Cranberry Zone. Track five. Track five. The next one's called Waltzing Back. I uh, was trying to do a limbo to a Rolf Harris song the other day. I got myself a bad case of Waltzing Back. Pulled a muscle. Did you? Yeah. Well, that's that's, that's bad. Yeah, it's truth. It's truth. Yeah. That's, that's, this is a very 90s sounding tune. Like guitar sounds almost like a Nirvana, oh, like okay. a Nirvana beat taken, and, and then that fucking drum roll is just like from any Oasis song that's ever existed. <laughs> and this is yeah. Here we're getting a bit of the very yodel. Do, do we do we have to kind of push this through? Yeah, yeah. No, and the thing is, I, I it's more straightforward guitars. It's, you know, it's not. Like the last one, that interlude one, where it's all a bit floaty and weird. This is, this is, there's a, a guitar tune going on, but honestly. Look, man, what, what I've written about this is, I go, this is a very 90s sounding tune. And then just like half of your mates, just after the Brexit vote, it became remarkably Irish remarkably <laughs> quickly. <right? laughs> yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? But there's some dramatic guitars in this song that I think are quite I like that little nice. staccato bit. Yeah. Yeah. I like the bass line in this as well. I I, I I like this. I think I think the this vocal which it's designed to showcase is a little bit affected for me. Very much so. Yeah. Very um, much so. And it, you know, and I can only speak for myself, but I find it a somewhat off-putting. Totally. Um, I think everything else about the song is, is good. I think it's a good yeah. tune. Um, I like the whole atmosphere. Um, but the only thing I'm taking away from it is is that. Yeah, me too. It's, you know, I'm, I drive my daughter to swim in on a Sunday morning mm. and I'm often listening to Keris Matthews' show. Oh, sure, yeah, music, yeah. And it's, you know, I hear a lot of stuff with very, very overblown kind of bits of nationalism attached uh-huh. to them. Uh-huh. And whilst there's lots of people that love that stuff, it's never really been, you know, I'm, you're not going to see me at the flage, you know what I mean? Yeah, indeed. And I do wonder whether 
stuff like this, these elements of this album were the reason that the band took off so big in America. Oh, I'm fucking convinced. I, I, it I is. reckon that this is the sort of thing that someone who's like, oh well, you know, my grandparents were from Dublin and no, therefore that, I'm that, Irish. Yeah, that, that's not what they'd say. They wouldn't even say my grandparents were though. Therefore, they'd say I'm Irish. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm American Irish, yeah. and this really speaks to me. And yeah. I, yeah, this is this is my people. That's I think there's a lot of projection in that. Without a doubt, mate. Yeah. yeah, without a doubt. But no, for me, I, I think the song is actually very nice, um, but it's just jarring that, yeah. that affectation, um, which is a shame because if, if you know if that's what the band and Dolores O'Riordan want to do, fine, go for it. I just get the impression that maybe it was Stephen Street and maybe it was the record company who went, oh no, do some of that uh, Irish stuff. That'll sell yeah, well. Yeah, 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 yeah. that'll play. That'll make you different in some way. And therefore, they were like, yeah, fucking do it, mate. And this is a number one album, and it fucking works. Well, there you go. What do I know? Yes, anyway. We're on exactly the same page with that one, I think. Right, yeah. So the next one's called Not Sorry. Okay. And this is a song about hating someone for what they did to you. Yeah. Uh, a real kind of bitter, furious tirade against the lover who jilted you. Yeah. I love that sort of shit. Yeah, you know, me too, I'm, man. I'm a big fan of a, an me angry too. song. And it, but, you know, the music itself has got uh, like kind of a noisy sadness to it. It's, mm-hmm. it's weird because like those kind of keys almost reflect back to 80s street soul, but the rest of it's quite shoegazy, I mean, noisy it, it, and sad. And... There's a bit of washy guitar, yeah. So it kind of slinks around in the background, this song. Uh, and it doesn't do fucking loads and loads, but I mm-hmm. do very much like the feel of this song. Is it, yeah, the, I think some of these songs are more of an atmosphere yeah. than the thing. And especially whenever, whenever you're looking at the lyrics like we do for this, and you, yeah. you're not just listening along in the background, and you're going, what's she saying here? And you're mm-hmm. reading it. If you put the lyrics up to scrutiny on this one, right? Um, it's, you told me lies, and I sighed, and I sighed, and I sighed, because you lied, lied, and I cried... Yes, I cried. Yeah. Yes, I cry. I cry. I try again. I realise as you sighed, you sighed. Right? Yeah. It's terrible. The, if the you, cat sat on the mat. Exactly, man. The it, cat it, was very fat. The, it's terrible lyrics. But, to be honest, I didn't notice that in my first listen through without the, the, looking at it. I was like, this just sounds nice. And whenever you, you listen to it with her singing, I was like, oh, actually, okay. I, yeah. get, I get what you're doing. It's not just this ridiculous bullshit. I think this is a nice song. Yeah, I, I think this is great. Uh, it is, yeah, it's very, yeah. It, it, as you say, the, the lyrics hold up to no kind of scrutiny whatsoever. No. But this is, you know, it, it, uh, as a piece of music and as a as a sound, yeah, very much like it invokes a lot of mood, makes me feel a lot of things. Yeah, as, yeah, as good as nice. it, as good as anything on the record. This this is is, absolutely, yeah, this is this is nice. And like I say, because it is that. Oh fuck you. you! I can't believe you did this to me. That sort yeah. of a, a style of song. I'm like, yeah, you go, fucking yeah. Tell him, tell I, him he's a cunt. I don't get a lot of anger from it though. It feels sadder to me. Oh, there, yeah. There's definitely there's a lot of self pity. But again, I think because uh, you know Dolores was writing these lyrics when she, she was like 19, 20, 21. Yeah. Who knows what you're fucking feeling at 19, 20, 21? Um, it's a bit sixth form, and uh, it's it's very self pitying at times. She doesn't know what. Yeah. A relationship is at this, yeah. at this stage, you know. And you know, just because you're good at fucking singing, mm-hmm. and just because you couldn't understand tune, it doesn't mean you have to be good with words. No, no. And sometimes that matters. 
and sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, fucking Cocteau Twins have got no words in their songs at all. Yeah. Uh, but they create an atmosphere. I think sometimes they create a lovely atmosphere on this album. Can you imagine having a cock on your toe? I can now. And imagine having a brother with exactly the same thing. <laughs> twins. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, here come the cocktail twins. <laughs> Very different environment. That really is, yeah. 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 But it, you would create an atmosphere, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, okay, well, yeah, no, I, I'm perfectly good with this one. I think, it's, I think it's nice, and I don't really give a shit that it's nonsense. No. So, yeah, fine. Same, same as that. Again, we're in... Glorious sink here. Take a bit of that. Yeah. Uh, And then let's do the next one, which is the other single. Yeah. Linger. Okay. And so this was their first single. Mm -hmm. It's still their highest charting single in the US. Yeah. Uh, And it's a song that uh, Dolores wrote about being rejected. So it's another Mm -hmm. love lorn, love lost. Um,. Apparently, she some years after uh, after she got married and everything, she said that the guy that Linger is about yeah. wrote her a long letter saying, I know this song's about me. I never meant to hurt your feelings. Can we meet? And she was like, nah. <laughs> nah. Got your money. Exactly. Baby, I got your money. <laughs> it's Don't too late worry. for that. I yeah. said, hey. <laughs> but yeah, this is the, the, the proper big one. This is the yeah. calling card of a song. Yeah. And, you know, I think... You know, and unless this song hits you in the wrong way for some reason, you know, it, I, I've got a soft spot for this. I think yeah. it's it's you yeah. know, it's just a very pretty tune. It's some lovely big strings in it. Yeah. It's a big lovely tune. I've, pretty I've, is the word, I think. I, yeah. I've not got much more to say about it other than this is just a nice song that makes me feel kind of kind of warm and happy. I put this on and mm-hmm. you know, I, I know it's supposed supposedly a, a sad song, but it feels like a summer song for me. Oh right, yeah. yeah. I mean, it sounds like um you know the band The Sundays yeah uh, who had that it was a song called Summertime yeah you and me in the summertime it sounds like that to me yeah but I mean uh, you know there is so you know this is that's definitely where you put the cranberries isn't it yeah, it sure. went out there, but you put them in that place with The Sundays with yeah. Cardigans Cardigans okay sure right yeah in that kind of early Cardigans for sure yeah, yeah. Um, uh, this is there's uh, there's definitely a nostalgia for me and this because like I said mm-hmm. we, we play this on the radio thing and so it was the first time I ever heard them I did turn against it mm-hmm. because I was a snotty little dickhead for a oh, long time. Fuck and yeah. so if someone had said to me in 1996, probably through to about 2005, oh, what do you think of Linger? I'd be like, fucking whatever. Uh, fucking rubbish. wet saccharine shit. Precisely, yeah. precisely. But, you know, that was me being an arsehole. Yeah. That's, that's not what... And we're all yeah. allowed. We're all allowed. This, yeah. is, this is just a nice, pretty fucking song. And it's like, you know, yeah. it's like... If you really got something against this, mm. it's like, well, is everything all right, mate? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Is, is everything okay at home? Again, again, this is not breaking any new ground, and I'm not going. I'm going to put this on all of my playlists now because yeah. I'm not. No. But revisiting it, I am pleasantly uh, affected by it. It's it's really nice. I think her accent works really nicely in this one mm-hmm. because it is it's underplayed yeah. this, this, it's there and this was you can see why this was the big hit this is this one's still got legs this is still you mm-hmm. know I'm sure well no zombies probably the one people associate them with the most but mm-hmm. I'd say this is still one of the the, the big ones for a Cranberries fan mm-hmm. um, and again there's a nice bit of orchestration in the background Stephen Street's done a lovely job on production well mm-hmm. done Mr. Street I mean, Linger is still makes me think of farts so yeah, did, it, know, it, did, did, did you have to let it linger? Those, yeah. um, that that was a joke that went around. I mean, the amount of times that someone said that to me in the nineties. Sure, but you know, to me specifically, well, obviously. definitely to you. 
how can it not be the joke that you make? Because it's the first thing you think yeah. of. And they must have known that. Mm-hmm. And, well, maybe in Limerick, perhaps, no one farts. I don't know. I mean, everyone farts in Limerick, man. That's a, that's a very, that's a very, very starch-based diet. No, that is very true, actually. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's a, like, you know, there's, there's a lot of meat and potatoes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, this is actually lovely. This is very nice. Um, it's background is, is faint praise, but it's lovely in the background. I've enjoyed it when I've been listening to it for this. This is perfect soundtrack music. Yeah, yeah. This this could be in a a, a scene in a film. This is is rom-com 101, this track. Yeah, Yeah, the the couple have just met. They're getting to know each other. They're walking through parks. Exactly. Or or they've just broken up. Or they've broken up and they're they're thinking about what's happened. Someone's... Someone has just blown a um, dandelion. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Looking a, like, uh, in, a, in a hazy, a rainy window. Exactly that. You yeah. know, uh, uh, over a car some, door is slammed. Yeah, They're over a, a misunderstanding that could be fixed if they just go. No, no, no. I didn't mean that. Yeah, yeah. Or no, I wasn't kissing that woman. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I was. Uh, no, it was just fingering. Um, yeah, just. <laughs> did you have to let it finger? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Did you have to? Did you have to? Did you have to let a finger? Yeah. Uranus. Yeah. Um, uh, wow, that was... Uh, yeah, anyway, right, so let's do the next one. Okay, so number eight uh, is called Wanted. And, uh, you know, as we were talking about just now, bands like The Sundays. Yeah. And Belly, like we mentioned before, that sort of stuff. This is very much a, along those lines for me. It's an anonymous ingly, indie jangler, mate. That's kind of what I've got. Yeah. Yep. I'm quite happy to listen to it. It doesn't really do much. Doesn't you yeah, know what I mean? for you. It doesn't. I, I think this is not. It doesn't speak to me. No, fine. Uh, what I'm saying is, it's, oh god, no. You know, it doesn't speak to me in any way. I would. I, I, if this was on, I'd be never like, oh, fucking turn this off. Yeah, right. It's sure. fine. It's a. It's a yeah. six and a half. Out of ten, you know, it's right. seven. I know, think, so. I, yeah, I think that the tune is nice on this, and I do like that chorus. That, yeah. Uh, oh, I like that. It's very basic, yeah. um, and it's almost like a stereotype of of the sound that they are reproducing from three years previous. But I think it works. Uh, oh my, there's some basic lyrics in this as well. Um, you knew that you were someone special right from the start, but if you treat me badly, we'd be better off apart. Oh well, my there go. lord! Wow. There you go. That's not good. But no, I don't think this is totally limp, but it's not bringing any new ground either. No, for sure, mate, no. for sure. Uh, one thing I will say on this, that uh, she has resisted any sort of melodramatic vocal bits. She just does the song, yep. and I think that sounds nice. She's not over-egged the pudding on this at and, all. And the vocal is very simply produced, which is yeah. what separates it from the next record, where they right. couldn't fucking leave her alone. Right. They were like, oh, we, we've got our golden goose here. Let's Let's make sure that... Maybe she's not quite golden enough. Let's Rob just fucking let's, Jesus. let's spray some more on. Maybe a little bit of a touch up, a little bit of a highlight. Right. Right. Cool. Well. Uh, well. Again. Okay. Yeah. So that's the next four tracks. That is. That's two thirds of the way through the album. Okay. And we're you know again I, I probably like those ones a, a touch more than the first four. Yeah, uh, the, you know, nice song. I thought, yeah, Waltzing Back's nice. I like that Wanted. Linger's yeah. a good tune. Yeah, Linger's probably a, the stronger of the two singles versus Dreams, mm. although I like Dreams as well. Sure. Uh, okay, yeah, so it is what it is. Shall we uh, sojourn into the singles? Let's do that. So the top ten singles of the week. Uh, there's not much new on this, actually, again, but let's go for it. Uh, number ten is the absolutely fabulous 
Pet Shop Boys single that we saw yeah, before. Right, okay. Number nine is Max Getaway. Number eight is Mariah Carey's Anytime You Need a Friend, which you've seen before. Number seven, and this is one that I thought we'd had already, but turns out, no, this is the first time it got to the charts. Uh, number seven. And, right, so you get, you're going to get the name of it because they say it right away, mm-hmm. but uh, who is this? I swear by the moon, moon in the sky. Yeah. So, yeah, it's called I Swear. So, all I swear, I fucking, I know who this is. Yeah, okay, you um, do. But am I going to be able to get uh, it? Is, is it like a three-letter acronym? Uh, it, no, but there is there is a number standing in for a word in it. Oh, is it Boys to Men? No. Who the fuck is it? Oh, my God. That, that's so fucking pitchy, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's 1994 R&B. What is it? It's, it's, no, it's not my... What is it? No. It's fucking doing my head in. Oh, dear. Um, and I'll get oh, it. I'll get it. I'll get it. There's a... Because yeah, this was yeah. a this lingered around the charts as well for ages. This was a hit for them that summer. Yeah, yeah. I know who this is. And I, I swear. Yeah, you're going to kick yourself. Ah, oh, fuck's sake! Go on and tell me. All for, for one. one. All for one. All for one. Yeah. All right, well, Couldn't you get it. You're going to get one of these. Fucking Egypt. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't get <laughs> on my soundboard. Fucking <laughs> uh, Egypt. Yep. And I'll tell you what, man, I was looking around. I was just trying to download some, you know, proper cheesy Bagora type yeah, Irish yeah, clips. Yeah. I can't find any. I had to put that into a, some text to, to audio thing really? and just download it from that because I couldn't find someone, some actual Irish thing or someone taking the piss going, feckin' Egypt, that I could clip. So, was, there, was there nothing in Father Ted? I couldn't find anything. I, mean, I was only looking today, so I didn't give myself oh, yeah. enough time. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, okay, so all for one, that was, I swear. Uh, the rest of the top ten, though, Prodigy at number six with No Good Start of Dance, which we're going to be seeing in a couple of uh, episodes. Number five, Ace of Base, Don't Turn Around. Again, that's the next episode we're doing. Number four, The Grid Swamp Thing, which we saw already. Mm-hmm. Number three, Dawn Penn, You Don't Love Me, No, 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 which we see. Yeah. Number two, Big Mountain, Baby you love your way and number one is of course still wet 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 love is all around good lord it's the summer yeah. of wet 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 mm-hmm. so we're still going on there other singles right this one got to number 25 and you might take a minute to get this but I'm sure you know it I guarantee you mm-hmm. the true cult pop boys yeah, yeah, will yeah. be all over this I, I know what this fucking song is, uh-huh. man. Do you remember who it is? Our mate Lloyd would love it. It's Terrorvision. It's Terrorvision. Yeah, I'm trying to remember which voice. I, I know, but I'm trying to remember it, what yeah, fucking I mean, song it is, though, man. It's, yeah. uh, I mean, it's, the, it's one of the ones that's got the fucking... Is it one of the ones that's got one word fucking name? Like, uh, like most of them had. Yes, but it, it, no. It, it, no, this is two words. It, I think it might have been um, run together as one word. But. I can't remember what fucking what, what the actual song is. No, I mean, yeah. If if we let it get to the chorus, that's what they say. Is it is it the chorus now? I don't blame Middleman, Middleman, indeed, Middleman Television. Fucking Egypt. There you are. Yeah. Well. Uh, uh, yeah. Number twenty-five. I remember that coming out. Um, 
I like that single. I think it's very, I very pleasant. Rec- I bought the first record when it came out. I think someone. I read, oh yeah. I, I think I've read some review that like compared them to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh wow. Bizarrely, and I bought it and I went, "Oh, this isn't. Oh, this yeah. isn't that." What's happened here? Um, yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Let's go to number twenty-eight, and it's a band that you won't like. You might remember it. You'll definitely have heard it in lots and lots of indie clubs. So I won't expect you to get the title of it, but you might get the band. I do know what this is as well. You definitely do. Yeah. I quite like that riff as well. I, mean, I think it's a catchy tune. But th- this is the sort of band that you would have taken against instantly just because of the coverage and their fans. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, man. I'm trying to remember what the fuck it is, because it's like... It's, it's one of those, yeah. uh, you know, uh, you'll go, oh, fucking, mm. the bottom of the barrel indie, even so though not, I think it's, it's all right. It's strange, love. It's like one of no. those. It's one of those. Uh, it's bigger than that. Yeah, yeah. They just had a number one album. Oh, it's fucking Shed 7. Shed 7. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, this is Dolphin by Shared Seven. Yeah. Couldn't give a shit, mate. Fucking Egypt. Yeah. This, uh, this is fucking. This is just fucking. I talk, they talk about the two thousands being the indie land film. Right. Fuck yeah. Fuck me. I Some see, of this shit. I think it's a good tune. Yeah. I do. I like this one. Feel free to. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, Shared Seven. That one. This next one. No. Uh, got to number twenty nine, and I put this in mostly for comedy value, and again, you're going to get it. You'll probably get it because they say the name of the song almost immediately. And therefore, you'll probably then get the band. But Mm -hmm. I'm putting this in because Stephen Hill from True Cop Pop, Mm -hmm. at one point, whenever we did our One Hit Wonders collaboration with him, he was determined that this band was not a one-hit wonder because this single is also really good. And I would like to play you this as exhibit number one. Cleopatra's favourite cat Oh, this is like fucking. This is like fucking. Um, those fuck the hat cunts. Yep. What are they fucking called? Um, uh, oh, Pocket full of trips tonight. Yeah. Spin doctors. Spin doctors. This is Cleopatra's cat. Yeah. And listen to this shit. This is. Uh, yeah. Oh my <laughs> god. Yeah. All right, fucking Scatman John. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Honestly, God. So yeah, I put that in just to go. No, 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 this is not a good single, and therefore Spin Doctors are still in my head a one-hit one. Hit one uh, and shit. <laughs> but you get one of these. To be sure, to be sure. Well done. Mm. Yes, you got that. Cheers, right. Um, this was on the shopping soundtrack, apparently, but it was also got to number 32. Um, That's the first Jude Law movie, isn't it? Shopping. Oh, I think it was, well, yeah. I don't know if you're going to know who this is. Big dance act. Yeah, this is. It's, who's this about? It's like fucking orbital or something. It's not orbital though. It's more, it's more charty than that. More charty than orbital. Okay. But not as charty as like snap. I mean, it's called "I Still Think of You." Yeah, which, yeah, yeah, I got that. Yeah. Um. Mm. It's like Utah Saints. It's the Utah Saints. Yeah, yeah. It's absolutely the Utah so, Saints. It was that, that, to be but, sure, to be sure. It was that fucking echo on that right, fucking... Utah Saints. You'd yeah, just yeah, expect yeah, that yeah, to yeah. come in. Yeah, Utah Saints. I don't remember this song one bit. No, I don't either. Not at all, but it's not bad. It's, you know, perfectly passable mm. in that genre. Uh, this one, 
It's got to number 38 at this point, but it was re-released in 1995 and got top 10. But we'll play it now. You'll get this, I'm sure. Yeah, this is um, uh, Bobby Brown. Yeah, Uh, what one? uh, What one? uh, um, uh, 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 You can go... uh, um, Baby, Um, it's called... um, I had it. I had it. And it's just gone. Now, oh, fuck. What's this fucking crap oh, called? Uh-oh. I had it. I had it. Uh-oh. I had it. Uh, two can play that game. Thanks, mate. Two fuck. can play that game. Jesus there Christ. you go. I had it. To be you sure. To be sure. Fucking talked and it went out of my head. <laughs> that makes me very happy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yes, that. Charted at this point in 94, but only got to number 38. But yeah, 95, it went up to number three on a, on a big re-release. Only two more. Mm. First one, you're not going to get this at all, but I'll play it for some of the people out there are going to be a fan. This is Ride with How Does It Feel to Feel. Uh, only got to number 50, 58. And it was kind of the first time they'd come back again after their very kind of shoegazy yeah. indie stuff. And I was like, fucking yes, Ride are back. Wicked. And then they come out with this more gritty guitar indie. Yeah. It's like, oh, why are you doing this? Where's your big, you know, something I can do poppers to in a field? And this is an okay song. This is perfectly fine. But it's not what I was expecting from Ride. Sure. You know, so I was a bit disappointed. The album, I think, is not very good. Yeah. A couple of good singles, if you like this sort of thing. But it's just like, well, oh, you've just veered off course entirely. How do you, you must feel pretty annoyed about Ride because they've got a fucking album with a shark on the front of it. They, yeah, twats. Yeah. yeah. That was in every fucking indie store I was going into as you, well. You got that album? No, absolutely <laughs> not. Can't <Brilliant>. do that. <laughs> no. Uh, but yes, okay, that's Ride. And then the last one, and you're talking about, um, you were starting to get into you know a bit of dance stuff at this point. This one got to number 57. And uh, you'll probably get who it is quite quick, but see if you can remember what which single it is from one of the massive dance albums of 1994. One of those kind of game-changing dance yeah, albums. Yeah. Underworld. It is Underworld. Yes, indeed. I don't remember which track it is. So yeah, it's off the Dub No Bass with My Headman album. Yeah, I can't remember what the name of the track is. Mm-hmm. I've heard that so many fucking times, but I've never had it with it. Dark and long. long, There you go. Yeah, great tune. Yeah, this is. And again, you're right. I just don't know what any of the track names are. It's one of those. Yeah, I mean, dance. A lot of dance albums, especially well, not a lot. Plenty of dance albums are best listened to just in one go when you don't give a shit from one song to the next. And this is one of them like that. It, It flows like that. You know, whenever we do the prodigy yeah. in a couple of episodes, that's a very different thing. Yeah, that's, 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 that's it's hit, almost hit, hit. not a fucking dance album. I mean, it is well, a dance album. Yeah, it's no, almost no. it's almost a rock record. Yeah, there. indeed. But yeah, yeah. No, this is it's dark and long by Underworld, and this is a fantastic song. So yeah, there you go. Cool. There's uh, some singles. Uh, not a bad, not a bad uh, run. I think. Okay, well, I'm happy enough with that. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with that. Let's get into this. Yeah, into the the final. The final furlong? Fucking what am I talking about? Mm. Yeah, let's just get into the back end of this record. Right. Track number nine is Still Can't. Uh huh. Yeah, you know. Nice enough little riff. 
Oh, nope, there's your base. Way. Yep. And this one... It's got a nice energy to it. Okay, I think it, it does, but it sounds a little bit sick form band demo to me. I think the production on this is a bit basic. Yeah. And there's times on this as well where I think she sounds either out of tune or out of breath or something. It sounds like they've had to do it in one take because they're Russian. And it's okay, it's weird. I, 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 yeah. I, I don't mind this one at all. I, I don't think I've got the same criticism, but yeah. Jesus Christ. You talk about... Like six form production, yeah. Like I don't know what happened in that second record. Uh, it's almost worth bringing some examples in. The drum kit on the second record, all right, yeah. They all sound like they've been recorded in a six form practice room. It, it's some of the worst drum production I've ever heard. Oh wow! In, in my life, like, Jesus. To the point that the beats sound incompetent. Oh god! Yeah. On oh, a fucking multi million selling album, was it? Appalling. Right. But yeah, this is fine. Again, it's it doesn't blow me away. It's in it's enjoyable. It's fine. It's good. Yeah, and the, yeah, the, the, there are bits like there's the hook in the middle of the chorus. The, the and yeah. that's nice. It, you mm-hmm. know, it, a bit of energy behind it. Uh, it's catchy. It is very much saddled with some more primitive lyrics mm-hmm. in this. We've got um, and you still can't find the strength to apologise. You just go on laughing and telling everyone lies. Uh, no, there you go. Yeah, I like the anger behind it again. I like the, that sort of vibe um, because this is another one. It's like fuck you, you're a bastard. But it again, it just sounds like a pouting teenager writing in her diary uh, when you look at the actual lyrics. Right. Um, I, I, I think I'm at this point. I'm doling out some pretty faint praise. This is okay, but it's yeah. it's got its drawbacks and. But the other thing about this song is that it reminds me a little bit too much of Zombie in her delivery, mm. and that puts me on edge. So uh, I'm, I'm not as big a fan of this one. Uh, see, I, I don't mind this one at all. I, yeah. This isn't this isn't a drop off for me. I, okay. I enjoy this one as much. All right. Um, but you know, there is definitely a glass ceiling on my enjoyment of this record. Sure. Yeah. And you know, may, as I said at the start, maybe a few more listens because I I am. You know, on a shallow amount of listens of yeah. this, maybe a couple of these would have got some hooks into me a little bit more as I go. My gut feeling is I don't think they would have done. Yeah, it. yeah, no, I, I suspect you're right. All right, well, track number ten then. Sure, I will always. Oh, there we go. It's a, it's a, it's another jangler. It really is. Yeah, and that's such a a generic yeah. uh, sound there. More, it's, you know, we're back into a slower, more melancholy thing after the last song. This, this lives in that world that I kind of think of as like indie jazz. Indie jazz, Jesus Christ, that's a terrifying prospect. Uh, and yeah, so this is called "I Will Always." Uh, it's only two minutes forty-two, so it's another short one. But whenever she, whenever she says the word "always." She doesn't say the word always in this. I don't understand why. It sounds like she's a, a drunk ventriloquist. She's oh, my favourite type. Well, yeah, yeah, frankly, the only way I'm willing to watch a ventriloquist as well. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a bizarre affectation she puts on the pronunciation. It's like, just say the word properly. Right, here we go, into the chorus. I, I kind of, I like the bridge from the verse into the chorus. I like that yeah. sort of lift a bit. See, I've, I've written here. I really don't. I don't love this chorus vocal. No, no, I don't love it at all. Uh, you know, it's oh. 
No, I, I'd be okay if I never heard this song again. No, that's fine. Again. I, I don't loathe it. No. I don't, it's not like, I, oh, I fucking hate this, but it's the closest I've got to like, oh, I'll probably no, just skip not this, this one. one. Yeah. Uh, thankfully short, I suppose. You know, two, yeah. 2.42, we can, we can sure. be grateful for that, if nothing else. Uh, no, I, I'm not a big fan of this. It sounds a bit strange to me. Uh, or should we just get this one in? Yeah, let's move on. All right. This is their, uh, the song about um, saying hello to Native Americans. Uh, hi. Uh, this is another sub three minute song. Mm-hmm. This is much more punchy. Yeah. Bit of aggro. Oh, this, this is uh, this is one of my favourites on this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This, you know, yeah. Outside I've, of the singles, I like this. Yeah, it's, it's got a lot of purpose to it. Vocals nicely understated. But mm-hmm. like this does that like a never before, never again. That's, yeah, yeah. yeah. I really like. I really like. Look, this I, one. I think it, it rattles along nicely. Uh, and but when the chorus bursts in, and there's a bit more energy and a bit of passion yeah. in there, I do. I think it works. Oh, that is a, it does remind me a little bit of um, uh, Never Again. What you swore the time before. Oh, little policy of truthy kind of. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Depeche. Yeah, no, that's nice. And this that's as well, nice like this, this nice little kind of. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's kind of, a, kind of like a kind of fast folky guitar almost, isn't it? Yeah. Ding ding. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really like that. This is cool. This is cool. Yeah. Do you ever listen to like, hmm? no, so like Solstifier or anything like that? No, what's Solstifier. that? Solstifier. Solstifier, like a Scandinavian kind of folk metal band. But oh, right now. There's quite a lot of this kind of stuff in. So it's like big okay. swells and yeah. Right. I really like it. Yeah, no, I think this works and I think her voice works well. I do think that. It's, it's almost a, a different style of voice she's doing in that chorus mm-hmm. uh, compared to the rest of the stuff on this album. And I'm, I'm a, a fan of that. I think it works well. Let's, let's get back in this. Yeah, I mean, we're, where are we now? A minute and a half in, and it's already half over. The amount of times I've said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's, got, like, it's almost a shame to put it right at the back end of the album and leave it at two and a half minutes. But it does bring us on to the last song, unless you've got anything else about this one. I've got nothing else to say. I, I, all I'll say is that that's, that's one of my... That's, that, that's one of my... That, that, that well, made it an impression. On that one, yeah. Fine, okay. Well, there's only one more track to go. Track 12 on the album is called Put Me Down. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a strange feel yeah. to this one. It's a bit indie jazz. Mm-hmm. It's almost like brush drumsticks. Quite an ethereal vocal. Yeah. It's another sad song about leaving an unhappy relationship because the partner's being an arsehole. You know, we've had a few of those. Yeah. That seems to be an overriding feature of Dolores' early life. So, yeah, so it's a sad indictment of an Irishman. Well, indeed. Uh, there are some pretty bad rhymes in this song. I've made a note of, I can't take this anymore. I decided to leave, walk out through the door. Why do you think I go? Because you know it can never be so. No. Well, yeah. Uh, let me take you by the hand away from here to another land. Um, which, mm. which land? Uh, Oyer land. Oyer. That, yeah, or actually England is where they moved to. So, yeah. You'd imagine, yeah. Uh, but... So I think this is a strange one. I think this, at this point in the song, I think this is a weird one to end the album on mm-hmm. because it's a bit of a nothing. 
Yeah. Uh, you and know. It, exp- it does expand. It does. That's the thing. So, uh, you know, I, I'll i give it that it goes somewhere, but I still think it's a strange one to finish. Mm. But yes, no, okay. So let, let's let it get it into a bit more of the interesting bit. This is where it goes a little bit like fucking Irish bomb theme. Oh, okay, sure. Nice. Um, I think this. I do think this is interesting, and I think they could have done more of this in the song. Mm. Um, almost like a fairground noise there. Um, I think if they had sort of again built and built on that, uh, lots of different layers and walls of noise, more bombast, uh, a big crescendo towards the end, and going out just with this uh, big cr- crash bang. I think that would have been the way to go. While it does go back into that bit, it then just sort of peters out. Yeah, it kind of feels like a demo to me, this, a little bit. It's, yeah. it, it's got some ideas, um, mm-hmm. but they, they don't really feel like they come together cohesively. It's, you know, it's a, you know, this is nice enough. Yeah, exactly. I think this, I think this is but an it, interesting bit. I think this is a, a nice... But the rest of the track doesn't build towards it. It just kind of comes in. Yeah, yeah. And I think they could have done more of this and more mm. with this. And I probably would enjoy it more, but you know, they're doing whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, you could have, you know, could have got this over. You could have got this over the uh, the credits of, of something. Mm. But again, it sounds like that sort of the French pop uh, that people like Stereo Lab were playing yeah. with, and that sort of business. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and Blur on that, uh, the, the, some of their yeah, Jusqu'à la fin, etc. But yeah, it's it's fine. It's, it's yeah. just not really it a ends great up being, song. No, it ends up being pleasant. Yeah. It's, it's not, a, not a, a bad song at all, but it does seem like a bit more of a whimper at the end rather than uh, yeah. a, you know, I mean, a big finale. And you know what? Right, that's kind of par for the course. Mm. But let, let's delve in before we do a, a, a sum up. Let's delve into uh, the app formerly known as Twitter. Oh, right. Yes, a little bit of X, please. We've got Walker Tate... Uh, our our single US listener, I believe. Yeah. Uh, he said that gal could sing. This was a few degrees off from what I liked, uh, and I remember thinking Zombie was kind of boring. But I'm looking forward to vicariously listening to it through you and seeing what I missed. Uh, well, that's what you missed, Walker. I hope you enjoyed at least some of that. Uh, Phil Guthrie asks, "Does it have a reggae number?" Sadly not. Sadly not. That's what we really needed, I think, to just boost this up a little bit, Phil. Uh, a bit of cranberries reggae. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Uh, Niall from the Zeros, he's admitting that he's got a much softer spot for this album than I would have admitted to back in the day. And, you know, I know Niall for most of my life, and I would never have said that he would have been a fan of this album. But in the same way that I'm now looking back on it and going, you know, it's not so bad, it's okay. I, I suspect that's where he was at the time as well. Uh, ben Collins bought the CD single of, uh, of Linger at the time but never bothered with the album probably for the best given how much I didn't like their later work <laughs> Linger is still lovely though <laughs> yeah there you go yeah if you can separate you know anything they did after this from this album then you probably are in a much better place because you can go well yeah Linger's nice yeah and you don't have to even think about anything else and that's probably what you want Matthew Hanlon has uh, quoted my prompt on Twitter uh, when, I, when I said it's the one with dreams and linger not the one with zombie if that helps jog your memory and he's just said ah so it's not the one I'm thinking of in my head in my head 
In my head, in my, uh, head. In my head. In Sarcastic but fantastic. Well, I love a couple of their singles, probably the ones you mentioned, and felt very sad when I heard their lead singer had passed away. What a great voice. Yeah, we didn't really touch on that, but yep, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, rest in peace, Dolores. Uh, but apart from that, I have nothing to add. Looking forward to it, though. Uh, well, I hope you enjoyed uh, what we said. I mean, this, this episode, I don't think it's going to, you know, break any records for us because we're not being as horrible about it as we were to someone like Two Unlimited yeah. and we're not going well this is brilliant like we were on some of our specials it is in the middle well this is uh, to be honest with you like you know oh, oh, we've got, oh, we got, we got one, more. One, one more to do yeah. Mr Corcoran uh, only vivid memory of this is all the lads singing did you have to use the finger well there you, go. Yeah, there you go That's mate, what, there you if go. you write a song called Linger you're yeah. asking for exactly. trouble yes. yeah exactly yeah. Right, but look man so yeah you, you hit the nail on the head there yeah. this is in that fallow spot mm. where it is almost the most difficult thing to make an entertaining podcast about. Yeah. Because it's not risibly bad. It's not bad enough to fucking rim the piss out of. It's not... It doesn't make you angry. It doesn't emote, evoke that kind of emotion where... Yeah. And I, I, I should really apologise for calling Ray a cunt last week, but <laughs> I, 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 I can't. Um, and, you know, and it's not good enough that you... It brings everything to the fore and you want to talk about everything that it's made you feel and what it meant to you yep. I liked it but it's 6.5 out of 10 yeah. for me you know it's yeah I bet you're never going to listen to this album again no I don't think I no. will I don't think I will but at the same time if it comes on again I don't think I'm going to rush to turn it off yeah and exactly and if someone says oh did you have to listen to that Cranberries album what was it like you'd be like it was alright I doubt, honestly, you know, with that UFO, UFO thing, I forgot we did it. All right, I'm, yeah. I'm probably going to forget, if it weren't for the fact that I accidentally did the wrong album, which will sure, make it oh, stick yeah, in my yeah, head, true. I'd probably forget we'd done this album in a little while. And the, you did say as well, you were trying to claw it back, going, well, okay, is the next album, was it a number one? How can I keep my notes? No, it's not. No, it's not. No, we're so, not, yeah. we don't have to do any, any cranberries ever again. To be fair, the next album would have been a much more entertainment because I was really annoyed with it. I see. I'm almost tempted to listen to it to see how bad it is, but I'm not interested enough because I understand it. I understand it. Um okay well last bit I think we got to add a song at least to our playlist. And so the question is I guess do we go for one of the singles? Or do we try and not do a single this time? Do we do one more than one song? What what would your if you were gonna put a song on what would it be? I mean probably linger. Right. See I would probably go dreams. Okay. See, I, mean, I don't care. I, don't, I, right. I really, I mean, I I like both of those tracks. Right. Um, I think partly there is a, a video that went round a couple of years ago. Um, it was for a charity, and it, it was a whole load of Irish uh, uh, women musicians who did, you know, one of those those compilation songs where everyone sings a line, you put yeah. it together. They did Dreams. Yeah. And it was watching that that I that made me go, oh, this song's actually pretty decent. Sure. Because I'd still been in that boat of going, fuck the cranberries. And I was like, oh, no, this is good. And so I watched that a few times, really enjoyed it. And so maybe that's why I like that one more. I mean, and that it's not necessarily the cranberries version I like as much, but whatever it is. If I was going to go with another one off the record, I'd probably go with How. Mm-hmm. That's probably where I would go. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I'd be all right with, with any of those. Right. I mean, then the question is, do we just do we put High on? And leave it at that, because it's at least not the obvious. Or do you want to have a single on there? So, yeah, I mean, dude, um, which way are you leaning? I would lean towards putting high on. Uh, that's kind of where I'd lean because as well. So let's just do that. It, yeah. It, otherwise, we're like, 
we're just putting another single which we, I know yeah. we tend to do because they're very often the better songs but if we've got the choice of not doing that then maybe we take let's, that choice let's, let's do that I think that's, right. that's, that's the curveball guys thank you as ever for uh, for joining us hope you've enjoyed this episode I know people tend to prefer the ones where we really go in on something or where we're really happy about something just go and listen to two in a minute again but yeah this is this is very much the Derek Smalls of the uh, thing <laughs> in the middle like lukewarm water lukewarm um, but yeah cheers for joining us we'll see you again as soon as we possibly can indeed cheers guys see you bit. bye Thank you for checking out this episode of Pop Collaborate and Listen. It was produced and edited by us, for which we can only apologise. We are on Twitter, at PCL Podcast, on Instagram, also at PCL Podcast, and facebook.com slash PCL Podcast. All of these, plus links to our various Spotify playlists, etc., are on our website, which is PCLPodcast.com. Please feel free to get in contact via any of the social media or on PCLMusicPodcast at gmail.com.